Welcome to the Cosmic Ohm. This podcast is for people who are going through a spiritual awakening and looking to connect to their own divinity and the light within. I'm your host, Justin Wessenberg, a healer, author, and yogi, and I'd invite you to join me on the journey to self-discovery so that you can live at your highest potential. So today we're going to be talking about how to overcome the fear of judgment. And one thing that was really prevalent for me on my awakening journey was being afraid to express myself for the fear that someone else would judge me. And especially as you begin to start having experiences that are outside the normal or your thoughts or your beliefs or opinions are kind of outside the normal mainstream views that a lot of people hold, it's easy to feel like you're going to be judged by someone else for expressing yourself or what's true for you. And the easiest way I've, I've found to overcome that fear of judgment is to get stronger in who you are, to get stronger in your own values, in your own belief systems. But when you're younger, it's easy to feel like you don't know yourself, you don't know who you are because you're still learning who you are, you're still discovering that for yourself. So when you're act, interacting with people who already have a really strong presence, a really strong personality, they seem to know and be really grounded and strong in who they are, it can easily sway you uh, one way or the other, and it may not be true a true reflection of who you are, or what you believe, or how you feel. The other thing I would say is along your awakening journey, as you change, grow, and evolve, and begin to embody a higher vibration, you automatically repel people who are not on the same wavelength as you anymore. You know, people who are really vibrating at a high frequency do not attract people who are vibrating at a low frequency. They actually repel them. And you'll probably come to find in your own journey, in your own life, as you grow and evolve, that a lot of people who you were really good friends with in the past, you may not be close to anymore. You may not resonate with them. It may be a struggle for you to connect to them the same way that you did before. And I can speak from my own experience here. Um, you know, a couple of days ago, I was at a Halloween party and, you know, people were drinking, people were using cannabis. There was, you know, lots of fun, lots of partying. And I got kind of sucked into doing those sort of habits that I've mostly cut out from my life because, you know, there was a lot of peer pressure, like, oh, let's smoke, let's drink, let's party, let's have fun. And normally I don't do either of those things anymore, but I thought, you know, whatever, it's Halloween, I'm partying, it's fun, let, let's do it, let's, you know, see how it goes. And as soon as I smoked cannabis, and it's been something I've been working on releasing from my life for the past year, and it's and it's been a real struggle for me, honestly, but I've really gotten strong in that in the last month or so, and just really sticking true to my guns. And I had, you know, only one token, I thought, you know, I'm just going to try it, I'm going to see how it goes, I'm going to see how my body feels and it completely rejected it. I felt totally cut off from my roots. I felt like I was going to throw up. My stomach was turning inside out. It hurt. My organs hurt. I was getting really anxious. I was not feeling good. And part of me was hoping um, that we would just be dancing and having fun because for me, you know, if I'm using medicine like that, I like to be dancing. I like to be moving. I like to be grooving. And it just wasn't really happening. It was a lot of sitting around, a lot of talking. And surprisingly enough, a lot of judgment from the people who were there towards other people in the group, which I was pretty surprised about. And I did these things partly due to peer pressure and partly because I was, you know, I hadn't smoked in a whole month. I wanted to see how my body would react. I wanted to see how I felt. And I had a shot. I haven't had a drink in probably almost a year now. And I, 
it didn't bother me at all because I honestly don't really care much to drink. I haven't really drank in years. And so for me, that's not really an issue. Um, it's more the cannabis I was struggling to let go of, but I did both of those things and it wasn't because I was afraid of being judged. It was, it was because I wanted to explore how my body reacted to them. Um, but when I saw the judgment, um, in the group and I just kind of reflected on, you know, my own awakening journey and, and being judged, it's like, I wanted to fit in. I wanted to be a part of the group and I, and it can be really hard when you're awakening to go back to doing the old things that you used to do that used to be really fun for you. Like when I was in my twenties, I love smoking with my friends. I love going out and drinking and partying and dancing and having fun. Those things were great. But now that I'm a bit older and I've grown and I've evolved, I really don't feel like those things are congruent with my lifestyle anymore. But I got sucked back into my old ways. And I just wanted to start this off by saying, if you get sucked back into old ways, old habits, old ways of being, old ways of doing, because you've been doing that for the last five or 10 years of your life, like don't beat yourself up for it, first of all, because it happens to all of us, no matter how far we are along the path, those things can still happen. And, you know, I learned from it, you know, within the first 20 minutes, and I just told myself, yep, I'm done with this. I'm not doing it anymore. I don't need to use this anymore. It doesn't, it's not making me feel better about myself. It's actually making me feel worse about myself. My body doesn't feel good. I'm, you know, I wasn't having as much fun and it was because of that. And so even if you go back to old ways of doing, old ways of being, the important thing is to just listen to your body, listen to the messages and trust what it has to share with you. Because if you're willing to be open, if you're willing to listen, and if you're willing to make changes to the ways you used to do things, you're going to accelerate so much faster along your own journey. So getting back to the topic of overcoming the fear of judgment. When I was first awakening, I was so afraid to tell almost everyone in my life about what was happening to me because I felt like I would be judged, like they wouldn't understand what I was going through. And for people who are heavily entrenched in the matrix in that way of living, it can be impossible for them to understand a spiritual awakening journey because it goes so far beyond normal reality, so far beyond what most people experience in their daily lives that they can't even comprehend what you're trying to tell them. And then when you do share it with them, it shuts you down because they are so untrusting of your own lived experience. They don't believe that that could happen to anyone because it's never happened for them or they can't even understand how that could happen for someone or what it would feel like because they haven't experienced it or felt it in their own body. And most people who are heavily involved in a matrix lifestyle and a matrix way of living tend to be very closed off to their own energy, to their own body, to their own feelings. And so for them, they, it's harder for them to understand what you're going through, or what you might be experiencing, because generally they don't even know how to connect to themselves first to even be able to process the kinds of things you might want to tell them or share with them. So when I told my friends, my family, and everyone close to me when it first happened to me, I was met with a lot of resistance. I, You know, my friends would be like, I told them about my awakening story, and they just kind of looked at me like, oh, yeah, like, that's great. Good for you. Like. I'm sure it was wonderful, but like I could tell they had no clue what I had gone through. They were not there emotionally to support me and they just had no ability to relate to what happened. And same with my family, you know, like they're on a spiritual path now and they, and they were back then. But when I told them about it, it was the same kind of response. Like, oh, good for you. Like, 
you know, and they were trying to be supportive and positive, which I appreciate. And I, and I recognize that some people's parents and family and friends might not be positive or supportive at all. They might just think you're complete, completely crazy, a complete whack job. And, you know, that's definitely, um, it happens, you know, so you've got to, you've got to find your people and it's okay. I also want you to know that if you are going through a spiritual awakening journey, it's okay to not tell the people close to you, especially if you feel like they're going to judge you if, or that, you know, you're not going to get a warm reception. Because when I did that right after my awakening journey, it actually like, I wouldn't say that it shut it down, but it made me really second guess if what had happened to me was actually real, if it was actually true, if it actually, you know, was an experience I should keep with me rather than something that I might have made up in my mind, or maybe it was just totally a false reality. And I just want to say, you know, it's okay to sit with things for a bit by yourself, to process things, to understand things, rather than telling every single person that you know who might all of a sudden start judging you and make you feel terrible because you don't want that or need that in your life. And it's also important to know that as you grow and evolve, these people may not be with you the entire journey in a close capacity, even if they are your best friends or your family, because sometimes people grow apart and that's okay too. But I also think it's important to be able to express yourselves to the people closest to you and to be able to share with them what's really going on for you, what's really true. So I think it's up to you to share what you want to share and up to you to communicate what you feel is important. But just know that you don't have to. There's no obligation to do that. There's no obligation to share everything that happens to you with your friends, especially if they're going to start judging you or tear you down for the experiences that you've had. But for most of us, there's this really big fear of being judged. And I think that fear comes from not having confidence or self-belief in who we are in our own life path, in our own journey, and what we're here to experience and what we're here to do and accomplish and achieve. Because we all have different goals, different um, paths in life to follow to do what we came to earth to do. And not everyone in your life is really going to be congruent with those goals, you know, especially as you grow and change. And if you're going through a spiritual growth spurt, you might find that uh, life changes a lot faster than you think it even possibly could. And your circumstances change and it may not always be easy. So it's important to have a support network there. But it's also important to know who you can share with, who you can trust, and who you know will be open and honest and real with you and who might not be. But I think this fear comes from a lack of knowing ourselves because as soon as you're strong in yourself, as soon as you feel like you are on the right path, like you know who you are, you know your values, you know your worth, and you feel strong in that, you feel confident in, in that, at least for me personally, I found that I was no longer worried about other people judging me. I wasn't worried about what someone else thought of me. I wasn't worried about how my friends would react when I told them about some of the experiences that I've gone through. I've recognized and understood that they may not be able to understand what the messages I'm trying to convey or the things that have happened to me. And that's okay too, because everyone's got their own experience to live. You know, your best friends may not know or understand everything you go through, and you may not be able to explain it to them in a way that they can comprehend because they may just not be as open spiritually as you are, and that's okay. I think it's also important to note that the more you're strong in yourself, the more you can ground into your own energy and know who you are, the less you're worried about a lot of societal judgment and pressure for not fitting in or not looking a certain way or not doing a certain thing or not, you know, 
living the way that society expects you to live. So last year, as, as I was going through my Saturn return, I was facing a lot of challenges in a lot of areas of my life. You know, I was living at my parents' house and I was feeling terrible for that at 30 years old because I thought, wow, I can't take care of myself and I'm an adult here and I have to live at my parents' house to get by. Like, that's what it's come to. And I judge myself for that and I judge myself for not having a job. And, you know, I was teaching yoga at the time, but that's certainly not a full-time job. It's more of a part-time side hustle at best. And, you know, I was making, you know, just enough to cover my groceries and my rent and all those kinds of things. But it was just, it was really tight and I was struggling with finance. And I thought, wow, you know, my financial situation is not that great. I'm living at home with my parents. You know, I'm single and don't have a partner. Like, what the heck is wrong with me? Like, I didn't, this is not how I envisioned my life at 30. And it was a really challenging time. I struggled so hard with all these fears and all these judgments. And what I found was that a lot of people in my life, I think subconsciously were picking up on the things that I didn't like about myself and then calling me out for it when we were together. Because every time I hung out with my cousins or my best friends or my family or other people, they would say things like, oh, you're still at your parents' house? Like, oh, you got to move out, man. You got to move out. You know, you're, you're an adult now. You got to move out. And it was because I was internally beating myself up for these things. And they were picking up on it and reflecting that back to me and beating me up even more without me even realizing it. And until I was really willing to do the inner work to change my inner landscape and become okay with my current situation, recognizing that this is not my forever, this is my current situation, and your current situation can always change. And when I realized that, and when I came to peace with the fact that, hey, yeah, I am here right now, and this is where I'm at, and that's okay, you know, in cultures all over the world, most kids live with their parents and their grandparents, and their kids live there too. You know, North America is really the only place where it's strongly encouraged for kids to move out of the house at the age of 18 and not be there and be on their own and be independent and live that kind of life. And, and there, there's nothing wrong with either way of living. It's just a personal choice. But most cultures in the world, actually, they live with their parents for most of their lives. And I think it's because of the way wealth is distributed in society and the Western world tends to be quite wealthy and quite well off and has that ability to create that space and freedom if that's what you want. But for me, when I learned how to kind of end that self-criticism and that self-judgment for these things about not feeling like I was enough, not feeling like I made enough money, not feeling like I had a real job, not feeling like uh, I had my own space or my own place and just all of these things that I was tearing myself down for. And it took me about a year to just accept like, hey, it's okay to be here right now. You know, you don't have to stay here forever, but it's okay to be here now. And you've got support and you've got family and you've got some income and like things are okay, you know? And when I really rectified those things within myself, I stopped attracting all that judgment from friends and family about my living situation, about my finances, about all the things in my life that I was struggling with, that I was tearing myself down for. So I think if you're facing, if you're afraid of getting judged a lot in your life and you're afraid of, and you notice that people are doing that, it's either A, the people you spend time with can be very judgmental or B, you're judging yourself for those things and the people in your life are reflecting that back to you because your external world will always reflect your internal environment. So if you're beating yourself up for things on the inside, or if you're judging other people for certain things, those are often the things that you most dislike about yourself. 
So for instance, I'll take myself as, as an example. Sometimes I can be really impatient, especially when driving, especially with traffic. I can get frustrated and I try not to, but it still happens. And then as soon as I get frustrated, another driver cutting me off or whatever, I'll kind of take a step back and say, hey, you know, am I just being impatient here? Am I just, you know, needing to rectify my own impatience within myself here? And this is the world just reflecting it back to me. So I really think if we can take a step back and look at our own fears, our own triggers, and the things that we tend to judge about ourselves the most, and notice how that correlates to our external environment and how people may judge us or us or how we may judge others you can you, know, you might be able to notice some patterns but this takes a lot of inner work this takes a lot of inner reflection and it's definitely not easy but i would strongly suggest that you know if you're afraid of opening up about your experiences or you're afraid about how people will perceive you it's all about rectifying that within yourself first, getting comfortable with yourself, getting comfortable with your message, getting comfortable with who you are, getting comfortable with your own path, your own journey, your own life first, and then taking a step outside of your comfort zone, expressing yourself to other people, putting yourself out there, whether it's your business or your artwork or your creativity or whatever you have inside of you that needs to be let out, that needs to be expressed. Know that, it, that this is your gift to share with the world, but until you can fully own that and embody that and feel it within your body and know within yourself that that is your path that that is for you it's going to be hard you're going to limit yourself you're going to tell people about your idea but you're going to do it in a state of where you know they can tell right away that you don't believe in yourself that you're not fully 100 percent behind this idea you know if you want anyone to believe in you and your ideas and your vision for the world whether that's through your art your business your creativity your own who you are as a person You've got to be able to own that first. You've got to be able to embody that within yourself first and really be strong in your own energy field. And if you feel like on your journey that you need some guidance, you need support, you need help to help you overcome the fear of judgment, both you know the things you're judging yourself for or that you're judging others for, or that you feel like you can express yourself to others because no one's going to get you or understand you or support you, but I'd encourage you to reach out and book a call with me. You know, I'm taking calls for the next couple days, and if you, you need someone to talk to who's been on a spiritual awakening journey before, who's walked the path, and can give you a step-by-step -step personalized game plan for how you can take your next steps on your own spiritual awakening journey, I'd encourage you to book a call with me now. You can visit justinwestenberg.com apply, and I'd be happy to talk with you and walk you through your next steps and help you take that leap and, and learn more about yourself and learn more about your own path, your own journey, your own experience, and how you can be more of yourself and then share that beautiful gift that you are and that you have with the world. So I just wanted to thank you guys all for joining me today. I hope you have a beautiful day. Wishing you all the best. Namaste.